start out by doing this new cool thing. It's called breathing. It's been a wild week. This is How To with Mia and Ziad, and today we're going to talk about how to bankrupt a hedge fund. Right off the bat, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and follow us on all of our social media accounts. That's Gerber Kawasaki for the handle for all of them. Comment your questions and leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. Remember, nothing that we talk about should be taken as personal advice. Everything we talk about is for general information purposes only. Reach out to us with your questions or call your financial advisor to figure out how to handle your personal financial situations. Everyone's is really different. So let's get into it. Exactly. With all the craziness that happened last week with GameStop, AMC, Robinhood, Reddit, Wall Street Bets, we wanted to take some time to break down everything, talk over what exactly happened, why it's important, and what we can expect to see moving forward. So before we talk about what happened last week, let's get some vocab out of the way. First and foremost, what does it mean to shorten investment? Well, normally when you buy an investment, you are buying a long position. That just means that you're making money when the value of your investment goes up, but you can invest in the other way. And that's what shorting is. Shorting just means you make money on your investment when the value of that investment goes down. And so how does, how does that price fluctuation happen? What is that dependent on? Well, that's all based on demand. If there's a lot of demand on an investment, you'll see the value of your investment naturally go up. But if there isn't a lot of demand, if there's a lot more sellers than there are buyers, you'll see the value of your investment go down. Now, how does this affect everything with shorts? Well, that's where the short squeeze comes into play. Uh, what a short squeeze is, is if you're a short investor, you are losing money when the value of the investment goes up. And so if there's a lot of demand placed on your investment that you're shorting, you're constantly losing, losing, losing money. And the only way to mitigate those losses is by buying the company or the investment yourself. And so when you buy the investment yourself, that is further compounding on the already high demand of that company and pushes the price of that investment even higher up. So keep these terms in mind as we walk through what happened and break down last week. well go down in history. A Reddit platform known as Wall Street Bets figured out how to screw over large hedge funds that had large short positions. They did this by coordinating an army of small investors buying millions of shares of companies like GameStop, AMC, Nokia, Bed Bath & Beyond, and consequently it sent the prices skyrocketing. A short squeeze soon followed. The traders who initially bet prices were going to go down, were forced to then buy these stocks at inflated prices in order to forestall even greater losses. I mean, this is insane. Simple posts on Reddit had real influence on the market. The power was put in the common person's hands rather than large corporations. Now, has there been short squeezes before? Yes, but nothing quite like this has ever happened. It's not a new thing for other hedge funds to expose large short positions, but this is the first time that the average retail investor has really taken advantage of this. So where does Robinhood play a part in this picture? Why are they being so heavily criticized? Well, last week, Robinhood and other trading platforms restricted specific investments like GameStop and AMC that had been receiving a lot of pressure. Uh, 
users on their platform were only allowed to sell the investment. They couldn't buy the company. They couldn't purchase options. And that naturally caused the value of the investment to plummet. Now, the reason they are being criticized so heavily is that the average investor, the retail investor that does use these platforms were restricted from trading, but larger institutions weren't. Large institutions could do whatever they like, and that basically bailed out these large firms that had exposed short positions. And so Robinhood did release a statement last week as to why they did restrict these investments. It wasn't because they wanted to, it was because they had to. Uh, just like how a bank has physical cash reserves to cover a portion of the accounts they have on hand, Robinhood has to do the same. They work through a third-party institution, a clearinghouse, to ensure that any orders placed on their platform are being transacted properly. And that third party saw the spike in volume and volatility through these trades in GameStop, uh, GameStop and AMC, and they require 10 times the amount of cash reserves than normal. Um, and Robinhood just simply doesn't have that money. So if they did not restrict these positions, they would have gone bankrupt. Now, that does not take away from the fact that it did restrict the average investor. It left a lot of people hanging out to dry, but keep this in mind as it does play a larger role in the big picture. Going off of all of this, should you stay at Robinhood? I would say no. Even if your account is insured, if Robinhood goes out of business, it could take a long time to get your money. Here's what would happen. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, would freeze all accounts. The SIPC then, the Securities Investor Protection Corporation, would protect up to $500,000, but it could take months and months and months and months and months to get your money back. So now's the time to make the move. They were not trustworthy to begin with. We could take a walk down memory lane. Let's think back to March, the server crashed twice when the market was super volatile. They had security breaches for millions of accounts. They don't have a call center to alleviate client concerns. And on top of that, they really offer minimal education for their users to learn how to invest. They're letting new time investors make some pretty risky bets on there. I would move now. Now, what does this mean for the general market? Well, we've seen a bit of confidence loss in the market. We've seen institutional investors pull their funds out and sit on the sidelines a little bit more than normal, just because they aren't as confident that markets are working the way they intended to. Now, that confidence is a little bit worrisome because the markets have already been stretched. There's a lot of companies trading at high valuations. So if we see a bit of a dip, it might compound on itself as people start to sell and realize that the companies that they're buying are a bit expensive right now. Um, but there are signs pointing in the positive direction as well. We are expecting a new stimulus package to be released soon to help keep our economy afloat as we manage through this pandemic. And we are seeing increased vaccine distributions, which are gonna allow us to get back to normal life. Um, so if there's anything to expect moving forward, it is volatility. Just expect some fluctuation. Volatility is natural when you do invest. And so make sure to keep your emotions in check. Take a look at your investments, making sure that you're not investing for companies that you think are just going to do well in the next few months, but in the next few years. And having that longer term perspective is going to allow you to manage through any kind of volatility. We are living in a historic moment in time, the investment landscape. What happened last week and is happening this week has never happened like this before. And is a perfect reminder for you to make sure that you're reviewing your investments as well. Make sure they're in line for your goals. 
Uh, if you are looking to get your money out of Robinhood and are seeking professional help, or simply just want a review of your portfolio, reach out to us. We're happy to take a look at what you have set up and make sure it's in line with your goals. I hope that this episode helped you to understand some of the recent news that's been going on with Robinhood, with GameStop, with AMC, blah, 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 all the news. Of course, if you have any additional questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can always call us at 310-441-9393. And I hope you have a great rest of your week, everyone. See you next week. See y'all next week.